Welcome to Power of Her Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Anderson, but most people just call me Jazz. This podcast consists of interviews with amazing women in Michigan to hear their story and learn about their passions. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. Also, follow us on Instagram at Power of Her Podcast for updates. Now, enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi. How's Thanks it going? for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going really good. You know, it's beginning to be the holiday season, so things are... I think people would be shocked, but things are slowing down for me on my end, just because with the colder season approaching and such. So yeah, 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 that makes sense. So, um, normally I do my rapid fires last, but this season I decided to do them first, um, just to Ooh. switch it up a little bit. Um, so we're gonna start there, and then we'll dive into more like deeper questions. <laughs> I love it. Let's okay. get deep. So I'm here for it. <laughs> what book are you currently reading? So I'm reading, it's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Um, and I've actually been reading it for the last six months now. Um, it's not one of those books that you just go through as like just pure enjoyment necessarily. It's one of those things where it's supposed to help transform your life in some way. And I think I'm stuck on chapter like three right now. And it just like, it wrecked me. And I'm actually going through life right now. Like what this chapter three of this book talks on just like family and different stuff and just like kind of figuring out like dynamics of family and how I grew up and like how that affected me as a woman today. So it's like deep stuff. Yeah. And the author, apparently, I think it's Peter. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I can get it to you later. But he said, he's like the people that he wants reading his books. He's like, I want them to like take time going through it. Like it should take someone two years because it's supposed to transform you. Yeah. Um, and better you. And that doesn't take like three weeks, you know? Right. Yeah. Like you're taking out the time to actually do the work as you're reading it, which is not like doing the work is not instant. It takes time. So I love that. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It's it's an intense one, but in great ways. (laughs) Okay. So what are three things you do for self-care? Oh, yes. Baths for sure. But we're getting our bathroom redone currently. So I've not been able to take a bath in my own home since moving in in June. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, but baths are my go-to. Um, skincare routines. I have, like, a steamer machine. So I'll just, like, sit up in my couch or sit up in my bed. And I'll just have that, like, set on something. Um, and I just love it. Like, sometimes it's not even about, like, what it's doing to my skin. I just like what it does It's for relaxing. Me yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so the bath, skincare routine, and I like working out. Um, it's not been something that I've been doing like religiously anymore, like I used to, which is probably a good thing, but just like some small activity, even if it's like 10 minutes. Like sometimes I'll even just like to throw on grooves and dance. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What is your favorite meal at a Michigan restaurant? Ooh, okay. 
My favorite meal is the smash burger from the 517 picnic truck. Ooh. Yeah, and then they have, you can get like Cajun fries, which my husband likes those, but I like their garlic herb fries as the side. So a burger and fries from the 517 picnic truck. It's top notch. <laughs> I have not eaten there, but they're definitely on my list. So I can't wait to try it out. Yes, they will hook you up. They even have great vegan options. So whatever you want, and it's all farm to table too. So you know you're eating good either way. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is your favorite song that you're listening to right now? My favorite song? Christmas carols? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a really, music is like, so like, I don't, it's like a diary for me. So it's like whatever I'm feeling I'm an Enneagram type four. So it's like what I'm feeling. And these days I've been kind of feeling a little on the lower side of life. So yeah. I've been listening to a lot of like deep music, like um, Birdie, for example. Okay. So I'll say that artist, but there's no one song particular that is my favorite right now. It's like, she's been my favorite artist that I'm listening to currently. Yeah. I am yeah. an Enneagram three wing four. Okay. So you feel me then yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, that's it for Rapid Fire. So we can go ahead and and find out a little bit more about you. So um, I guess, who are you? Like, who do you see yourself as in the world? Oh my gosh, girl, you're so good at this. <laughs> oh, you're challenging me. Who am I? This is probably a good question to ask me. That is something that I'm still discovering. I would say I'm someone that is a transparent um, encourager. Um, I just, I've known what it's felt like to feel alone in things mentally. And that's like brought me to a place of just wanting to be like the best encourager that I can be for someone that isn't even necessarily a friend, but even a stranger. Like growing up, I, my mom, when she was teaching me about stranger danger, <laughs> she goes, you can't just go up and say hi to anyone because you don't know who they are and what you know their intentions are with you. And I go, well, if you go up to them and say, hi, they're not a stranger anymore. And she's yeah. like, that's when I knew you were gonna be a people person. So like today in this point of life, I would say I am someone that is an encourager with transparency for anyone that crosses paths with me or I cross paths with them. I would second that because you've been in my DMs encouraging me. So I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I try. Yes. I try, but I need to do it more for myself too. So Yeah, for sure. For sure. So yes. you're also a photographer. Yes. Yep. Woo -woo. Woo -woo. Okay. So I guess tell us a little bit about your journey um, to becoming a photographer. Did you always imagine doing that? Um, I guess like what kind of led you to start doing that? Yeah. So I didn't know that I would become a photographer. I knew that I would be my own boss one day. That's just always the personality that I was. Like my parents even saw that just through how I like was in school um very challenging and I was into photography just like I always had cameras growing up whether it was like the Kodak throwaway cameras I knew like when I turned 14 like my grandmother gifted me with like a pink fusion digital camera so I was always snapping photos and then like come ninth grade when like those editing 
websites really came into play like PicMonkey, for example, I just yeah. remember wanting to take pictures and wanting to edit, but nothing was like specific. Like I didn't, I never thought like, oh, like I could start taking pictures of families or like weddings. Like none of that hit me until like 2017. Um, but I had taken a class of photography back in like 2014, but I was such an, I was in a distracting time in my life that I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, I ended up not going back. So like just that kind of back in 2014, I kind of just set everything aside in regards to photography, even doing it for fun with a, with a random camera. And then 2017 came around and I had traveled abroad to South Africa and stayed there for four months. And I brought a camera with me that my parents gifted me for Christmas that um, following year before going to South Africa. And I just started taking pictures of the surfers. I had met friends there that surfed a lot. And then they would always want to see the photos and they were just like, oh, these are really cool. Like I want these for like my Instagram or whatever. And then the friends that I made there, I just would start photographing them. Like when we were just out like having drinks or like around a campfire and they would want to see them. And then they were like, you have a really good eye for this, Kay. And so they would call me Kay over there. And then that's when I knew that I just wanted to do this for the rest of my life. Just because it brought like people joy. Like they'd want me to pull out my computer and like edit them right then and there because they were so excited to have pictures of them like doing things in the moment too yeah for sure um like I remember one picture I took over there was his name's Forrest and his girlfriend Sasha and they were just hanging out in a hammock together and I just took a picture of them casually just interacting with each other and they loved that photo yeah and it was just like how I saw their joy and like how they lit up seeing that photo I was like yeah this is for me and I want to do this so so I have a couple questions and then, well, I have one question and then I want to go back to South Africa because what? Like, oh my <laughs> gosh. So um, I don't know how old you are, but for me, I would say growing up, like photography was never a career that was like presented as an option. And the only photographers I think that I ever even thought of were like school pictures, senior pictures, and maybe like journalism, but like nothing beyond that, not what we look at photography as today. Did you have that same experience? Yes, looking back, I did. In those moments back then, I couldn't really pinpoint it. High school is what really brought it out, especially where I went. I mean, I got a great education at the high school that I went to, so like no shade there, but it was really um, skewed to want to do something outside of a university basically yeah so there was no talks about like yeah like you know consider art school or just consider a trade school even so i did not grow up with yeah like photography being an artist in general was like gonna be successful for you yeah so yeah mm -hmm. okay so south africa i need to know more i need to know like how you got there like what led you to that path and then i guess like your experience Girl. there and people surf surf in south africa like what is happening i need more information people surf all day every day like people are having babies and then their infants own surfboards <laughs> like the day that they're born like that is how it is out there there's a whole community of surfers like you go before you even get in the ocean and people know like what kind of surfers are gonna be out there because of the wave size. So what? it's just, yeah, it's a whole other world um, the surfing community is. And it's amazing, I tried it and I stood up and that was fun, but 
the jellyfish out there and the great white sharks like I saw a friend of mine surf over a great white shark. I've never seen a man so scared of his life. Oh my gosh. So Mm-mm. I literally yeah, just fun. had full body chills like now. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> lot. Um so he oh no, why I went out to South Africa. So I was at a time in my life I was living out in Grand Rapids and I was working as a medical secretary at a cardiologist office. So I was behind a computer screen all day seven days a week full time. And I just was like, there's gotta be more to life than this. Like, what am I doing? Cause like I had graduated from Douglas J as an esthetician and I was kind of in that field, but then it just didn't suit me well. Um, but I knew that I wanted some sort of education. So I got like a trade school education from Douglas J and moved out to Grand Rapids. But then just like, that wasn't working out for me. So then I got the job as a medical secretary, like I said, and it was going really well, getting paid well, had a 401k started everything. Like it lined up. Um, but I still like, I wasn't feeling at peace. And every day I was thinking about traveling and the more that I would think about it, it would like cry, make me cry. Yeah. Thinking like if I didn't go somewhere. So one of my friends, Taylor Jackson, she told me about this organization called Workaway. And it's an organization where you sign up, it's like $30 for the application fee, and you can go anywhere in the world pretty much and volunteer your work. And in exchange of your volunteer work, they give you free room and food. I'm just over And I was like, well, yeah. I'm like, that's all you need. That's all you need for life. Like it's food and a room, a roof over your head. So I went out there, I had money to buy a plane ticket just enough because I was saving up for my job as a, medical secretary and went out there for four months and I also like I think I said I I was single so I was kind of struggling in that area too I was like am I ever gonna be married just kind of stalking in that I was like I need to snap out of that because there's a life that can be lived right now and like once you get married like it's different and that's not to say you can't travel or anything but I just knew that I was in a place of my life where I could do anything I wanted to and not have to confide in someone else or consider someone else about it first yeah so I took a plane and was out there (laughs) oh my goodness I'm like yeah just dreaming of that life (laughs) it was that's definitely where I really discovered more of who I was as a woman like it was really hard a lot of the times like as beautiful as it was it was definitely one of those things where I was just like all right like who who am I so when you asked me that question earlier I'm like still discovering it because yeah. it was only back in 2017 where I finally just like touched ground of like, okay, who is Kayla Turpin now? I used to be Kayla Upshaw, but who is Kayla? Yeah. So yeah, it's been three years now of self-discovery. Yeah. We're, we're always still on that journey. So yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with yeah. you. Okay. So you started putting together photography more like when you were in South Africa and kind of realizing like maybe I have something here so I guess yes I'm assuming it was when you got back to the states but at what point did you um I guess really start to like hone in on that and start doing that like professionally yeah so my friend she let me photograph her wedding free of charge just so I can kind of see like if I wanted to do wedding photography instantly fell in love so that's when I started okay kind of gathering just information from some local photographers here in Lansing that I ended up becoming like a shadow of theirs 
and they ended up mentoring me. So they took me on and I got to shoot weddings um, as like a second photographer whenever they needed assistance, just so I can really understand. Cause like, sure, like one with a friend that you know, that's experience, but that's still comfortable. Yeah. So I was, they were like, you need to shoot weddings that like, you don't know anyone. Um, and long, long weddings, like 12 hour weddings. Oh my because gosh. like, that's what people want. Um, so I did that and I still loved it. Like I wasn't, it didn't turn me off. And I fell in love even more working with them. And I think after like maybe the fourth wedding experience that I had, that's when I started digging deep into becoming like professional and getting the business license and wanting to become a legitimate business. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess what are some of the biggest challenges that you face since starting and how have you overcome them? Yeah, I think, um, not doing what everyone else is doing because, you know, we live in such like a social media world. It's so easy to look at, you know, someone's Instagram feed and be like, I need to be doing that too. And there's some things that you can learn from other people that will benefit your business. But as far as the art itself, I'm like how it should look, how it should be edited. That is something that I really had to set up boundaries with. Like I had to unfollow some people that I still inspire me to this day, just so I didn't get caught up in like my art needs to look like their art. Cause art should never look like anyone else's, you yeah. know, like that's just, you know, imitation. Yeah. So I really had to get out of that and go into another form of, you know, self-discovery of like, what, what does my art look like? What should it look like? Where is it coming from? So kind of overcoming the challenges of my art's not good enough because it doesn't look like the other person. Um, and just really being confident in what I create is beautiful and the right people who you know, will like it, will book me or want my photographs, whatever that looks like. So uh, just coming over like that insecurity of like, it has to look like something specific Yeah, that doesn't fit who I am necessarily. Yeah, for sure. And not only mm -hmm. will they, like the people who love your work will book you, but the people who love you will book you. Yes. You know? Yes. And that was, yeah, that was another thing that I learned. That was probably a harder um, lesson that I had to learn that it's not about the photograph at that point. It's the photo photographer, the person, because yeah. we are that person that gives the experience. So, and that's what I, I fell in love with that. Cause I was, I get to create an experience for someone, yeah. you know, for two people to fall in love even more like during a photo shoot. So that was really cool. Yeah. But something that I had to, it was a challenge too. Cause I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. How do I do this? So. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. So I guess, how do you stay inspired? Mm, definitely love, like love stories, music, um, travel. And this year I didn't do, you know, traveling because of COVID, but definitely meeting people from different cultures um, that speak different languages, like how they do traditions in their lives that, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yep. um, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I guess other than South Africa, what like other cool fun places have you been to? Oh, another fun place. I went and visited Lake Tahoe. I had like a, uh, an elopement there. 
and oh my gosh the lake is so beautiful it was freezing but i still swam in it because it's lake tahoe <laughs> yeah so yeah that was fun that's great. and um where else was vermont that was a fun place too yeah i bet you it's i think that's beautiful good. there it is it's so underrated yeah you don't really hear much i guess in michigan i've not really heard of people saying like oh go to vermont for a vacation you know for sure yeah so but it's it's a good place it's like a hidden gem yeah um so in moments where you're having like negative self-talk or you know just lacking confidence um how do you gain more confidence in those moments I cry. <laughs> no, but good cries are those are good and healthy. Yes. But um, so I'm a words of affirmation person. So there are times like when I'm alone, I'm like talking to myself out loud and just like the pep talk coach, just like how a football coach talks to his football players in the locker room. Like that's me speaking affirmations over myself. I don't do it as much as I should, but I do do it in the moments where I'm just like, just so self-critical. I'm like, this needs to end. Like yeah. you just need to speak an affirmation, at least one over your life right now. So yeah, words, yep. Words of encouragement. What are some of your favorite affirmations? Mm. That you're seen and understood. Yeah. Those are probably my ultimate two favorite ones. I like that yeah so what is something that you're curious about learning right now Ooh, interior decorating yeah. aesthetic is everything <laughs> i'm loving everything you're doing to your home it's so beautiful thank you yeah. thanks it's a it's been some projects yeah i love seeing transformation for sure Mm -hmm. sure. I think that's what it's just like, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> looking at a room or a space or a wall um, and seeing maybe not even having a vision for it yet, but just it coming together and being like, I never could expect this to look like this, but here it is. And it's, I could not have like dreamt it looking like this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, who are some women that inspire you? Oh, there's a lot. Hold on, a sip of water. <laughs> Forgive me. No, you're good. So, in the photography world, I would say Annie Leibovitz. She's someone that inspires me. And then more local, um, not that it's Lansing local, but in Michigan, mm -hmm. her name's Amy Carroll. And she's a photographer based out of Grand Rapids and her art inspires me so much. And then for like more of like mental, I would say Dr. Caroline Leaf is her name. Okay. I may have pronounced her last name wrong, but she's like a, she's a psychologist. She does a lot of podcasts. Um, just very, very encouraging things that like you can apply to your life and you do the work and it can work. So yeah. And then just in general, overall, there's so many women, you, one of them doing this podcast, like, and I'm not just saying this cause you're, I'm on it with you right now. Like I'm not like, I've, I've seen your stuff for a, a while now and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like she's uplifting women. So honestly, like 
any woman locally that I see lifting up women or people in general, even men, like, yeah, that's huge for me. And that's inspiring for me because it's been a challenge, like, especially first starting out in my business to like connect with people and women, especially. So like when I experience this and it's genuine, I'm just like, this is inspiring for me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I really, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't know how much joy you probably bring to women's lives. So that means a lot. That means a lot. Like a for real a lot. Because um I mean like I li- that is the purpose. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing this for any other reason other than that, you know? Um yeah. and I just want to share the amazing women that I see with all the other amazing women, you know? Um and just also be able to have an opportunity to make these genuine connections with you all and you know learn about you guys and understand you better and you know take it off of Instagram for a little while so yes yeah and you're helping women understand themselves better especially in like these trying times where crap is just like so confusing and people are just they don't know how to approach life right now so it's like we need this so thank you for doing this service because we need it like medicine for the soul thank you (laughs) um I do have a question that I wasn't planning on asking but to me it seems like you're very much on this like spiritual journey and like journey of um growth I think and just self-awareness so I guess my question is like how did you I guess start like getting into that um and what are some of like the first things that you started doing when you I guess realized that you wanted to be on this path yeah so my faith is in Jesus I'll start off with that um he is my lord and savior and I grew up going to church but it wasn't how I feel that God has intended it to be for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful for it because it did put me on the right path. Um, but then in high school, I got into some very challenging situations. Um, I abused drugs and alcohol. Um, and I actually, I had ended up being on probation for a year because I just one day I just decided to do something that wasn't me. And because it wasn't who I am, it didn't work out in the best, you know, best interest for myself. So I ended up getting in trouble with the law. And during that year of being on probation, I fell into just like a very deep depression because I couldn't party because I had to like drop and, you know, blow like weekly randomly to make sure that I wasn't using. And I just remember something in my entire being saying you're not a victim of this you just need like light and i was like oh my gosh like i this is i don't know what this is but it just like it turned me around and then i remember like all my desires changing like i remember just surrendering myself like i felt like this whole weight lifted off of me and just like at that point i was like yeah like i don't need to be wasted like what that's i don't know for me, like that's not life giving yeah. anymore. Like I can have a drink now and I do with my husband and 
that's great but like to abuse something anything no matter what it is like it's never good and so I just was set free of just I guess manipulating myself and abusing myself and ever since then that was like back in 2012 and ever since then I've been on um the narrow path is what I like to call it that's what it's called and it's just been an ongoing journey just of like a more sanctification and understanding of what I'm called to be and with every year there's new challenges and for some reason the challenges get harder and harder it's like once you succeed in one and it's done and you're like I conquered thank you God like we're being there the next one is just harder but it's just like it's a setup you know like yeah you're set up to do greater things in the next challenge right but the greater things that you're going to do it's going to require a, a, a deeper challenge so it makes sense but sometimes I don't like it <laughs> so but yeah that's just yeah I would say just I saw a lot of darkness in my life in different forms not just me you know using drugs and alcohol the way that I did but just with people that I had allowed into my life um, that also was a huge turning point in my faith in God just because I let way too many people walk over me because I was just so naive thinking that it was love, you know, and yeah. the Bible says like, oh, love is patient. But like, that's not what God meant by you wait on someone that's destroying you. Right. You actually, you flee from that quickly. But I didn't because I was so confused still at that time of my life. It's like, I love you. Like I can, you can change. Like yeah. I'll help you. Like, no, that's, that's not my job. Right. So sure. I had to learn, I had to learn a lot from different experiences that were very just, oh, it was dark. It was dark. So, um, but I will always be grateful for those experiences. Like I'll never look back and be like, I wish I didn't go through that. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate your transparency. <laughs> yes. Thank you for asking that. I haven't asked that or haven't been asked that in a while. So yeah, of course. That's good. So, um, how would you like to see your community improve and what steps can people take to help achieve that? Oh my goodness. Lansing. <laughs> Love Lansing. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like I've seen so much improvement already. Just like the, the becoming of Lansing, um, the neighborhood that I live in, um, I live near Moores River Park. I, I was about to say my street name, but I was like, I don't know if I should say my street name. <laughs> I'm learning living in Lansing. Like sometimes you do kind of have to be a little bit safer than other places, but Lansing is beautiful. And that's like, I want to say Lansing is like, there are so many diamonds here. Yeah. And I think here's what, where I think it needs to be improved is people need to start seeking those diamonds in Lansing. Like, sure. There are a lot of rough edges in Lansing. There's a lot of rough rough like pockets that you can drive through literally and be like oh my gosh like we can't be in this place like we gotta go but like no like that's where the diamond is at so yeah. giving Lansing a chance I guess yeah. you know I just want people to come here and be like no there's beauty in this place For sure. and you can also be a part of it too like don't come talk about a problem if you don't have a solution and there's so many things that can happen for Lansing and that has been happening. And it's just a matter of people giving it a chance and being like, Oh, this is a diamond. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So 
I don't know if you've seen it, but there was this Facebook thread. Um, someone asked, and like, I don't know, one of the Lansing like Facebook groups. Um, basically, like, if you could start any business or if any business could come to Lansing, like, what would you want it to be? And there was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments of like people wanting different things. And I seen, I don't know if you know who Sarah Pulver is or Bishop. Yes, now. I've yeah. heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I seen she commented and she said, um, I mean, and granted, let me preface this with, there's nothing wrong with new things coming to Lansing. But she basically said like, a lot of these things you guys are suggesting already exist. And like, mm. you guys aren't doing the work to find these things and support them now you know wow um and that's the, really convicting and those were not really like her exact words but I mean that's essentially what she said and I think that that just is so in line with what you're saying of like there are so many diamonds here in Lansing and there's so many great things to do and there's so many small businesses to support and local restaurants and good food and you know like yeah. there are things which I didn't realize growing up like it took me, I grew up here in Lansing and it took me a long time to really appreciate it. Um, but I do, I really do love Lansing now and I love the art community um, and just all the support, you know, that already exists. And I'm excited to see more support going forward. Yeah, that was so good that there's already things here. Yeah. Yeah. And there is, there's so much. I've been thinking like, oh, business and then I was like mm, wedding venue but I'm like there's so many beautiful wedding venues here yeah so many yeah. and they're not just like your typical clubhouse you know so it's like yeah there's I think it's just like you to find a treasure you have to dig yeah so yeah that's what people just need to do <laughs> for sure so since this podcast is called power of her is there anything you'd like to say to empower our listeners Ooh, yes. Um, I think, and I'm telling this to myself too, but grace always wins. And I just feel like, especially with this year, um, this kind of goes off of a meme that I read about just like, we're asking a lot of ourselves still going through things that we're still uncertain about. We're expecting so much of each other still right now. And it's just like, we're all going through something like this very traumatic and just in life in general, like there's so many unexpected things that come up and how we respond and react is never going to be perfect. And I think a lot of us beat ourselves up for that because we have these expectations of how things should be. And then we even have expectations of when things don't work out, this is how we should be about it. And if we fail, it's just like, oh my gosh, like how could this ever happen? Like, how could I let myself do this? And it's just give yourself grace because yeah. that will always win. Yeah. That's really yeah. good advice. That is a really great reminder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Because... I feel like we all see it, but especially like r right now during COVID of like the, you know, we're, we're moving through COVID expecting 
the same service or the same we just I feel like we have the same expectations with others and businesses and all the things that we did Mm. pre-COVID but it's not pre-COVID you know what I mean like we're still very much in the thick of it and you know need to offer grace to ourselves to others to in patience and just all the things you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. because we're all just doing our best you know so yeah and we're trying and that's like I think that's the greatest thing to acknowledge is like we're trying and it might not always turn out to be the best that we could have done but if we wake up the next day then we can always say I'm gonna try a little bit better than I did yesterday and that's a that's a good thing too so yeah yeah so Kayla how can people find you connect with you support you all the things Ooh, yes. Um, Instagram at Kayla Turpin Photography <laughs> um, or my website. I actually I want to I want that to be seen more. So Kayla Super simple. Um, and I always, you know, if it's personal stuff, like I love getting DMs. I love posting things on my story that are always written in vulnerability and people will reach out through that. And then they'll share like their stuff. And I always love that. Like, I love interacting. I know it's not in person and I would love for it to be in person, but I really do think like Instagram has been such a blessing to connect with other people. For sure. And I'm going to hold tight to that. So yeah, like just reach slide through the DMS appropriately. (laughs) Because she's married guys and girls. She's married. (laughs) (laughs) well Kayla thank you so much for chatting with me and for sharing your story and being a part of the podcast I really appreciate it thank you for having me this was such a good time and this really uplifted me during a time that I needed it the most I'm happy to hear that um you're doing amazing things all right girl (laughs) thank you have a good weekend you too (laughs) bye take care bye